Who is Desiree Shaw? A qualified, registered practicing psychotherapist with over a decade of expertise as a psychotherapist, counselor, and CBT therapist. An expert in men's mental health and relationships. On a mission to make therapy accessible and change the world. One thought at a time. This is the Desiree Shaw Podcast. Hello, my name is Desiree Shaw. I'm a psychotherapist and I vlog and I podcast. Welcome to my podcast. Forgiveness, what it is and what it isn't. Okay, so forgiveness. I'm I'm doing this podcast because one, it comes up a lot in therapy where and in all of us where we have experienced things and it gets stuck. It gets stuck in our heads and our bodies and our emotions and we don't know what to do with it. And based on our upbringing, often cultural and religious beliefs of forgiveness, we find it hard to forgive. I've seen a lot of information online about forgiveness given by um, people who give their version of what forgiveness is. And I've noticed that it has become very obscure, very misinterpreted and... Basically, people are are giving forgiveness advice, but not really helping. So, I see a lot of um, talks, videos on forgiveness where the person speaking, the influencer, so to speak, there's a lot of influencers out there, and they say, you've just got to let it go, let it go, just let it go. And it's not as simple as that. It's not as simple as that. So in order to begin to forgive, you have to understand what forgiveness actually is and understand what you're holding. Because often when you when there's a need for forgiveness, you're possibly got some hurt somewhere, you know, and that hurt is covered up with by anger to protect you and possibly some shame and some guilt. So I'm going to actually use a CBT, a cognitive behavioural approach to exploring forgiveness and explaining what it is. And I'm going to be using some techniques from ACT, that's Acceptance Commitment Therapy, some um, REBT, Rational Emotive Therapy, some Self-Compassion, that's Compassion Focused Therapy, and some Mindfulness. So to begin with, to understand what is forgiveness. So if we use the word acceptance as opposed to forgiveness, we can understand that there's something that we need to accept, okay, because the crime has already been committed. If we call it a crime, the deed, the event, the situation, it's already been done. And when we find we can't let go of something, it's because we want to go back and change it. We want our wrongs to be right righted righted yeah we want it to be righted and we feel a deep injustice about what has happened so we steadfast in our hurt and protect ourselves with our anger 
um, often denying ourselves any way of letting go because we're like really holding on to this pain because we think that the other person needs to do something in order to make us feel better when no, that is not the case. We've been taught about turning the other cheek and moving on, you know, particularly if you are religious. I was raised in a Christian background and forgiveness was very much um, prescribed as turning the other cheek and, you know, just forgive and forget, forgive and forget. Actually, (laughs) there's no such thing. You don't forgive and forget. You either, (laughs) really what you do is you push down and you turn away from and it festers into something else or festers anyway and turns into resentment. So you, you, the, the term forgive and forget, in my view, it doesn't really work. So let's look at forgiveness. And I'm going to use the word acceptance as well. OK, because there's a massive part of when you forgive. It's also about you forgiving yourself, which is also a part of acceptance, which is self-acceptance. So. I'll explore the psychological acceptance so that you can understand what it actually means. And when I say acceptance, I'm, I'm saying forgiveness. So it, it's an active, it's an active, use of, it's a process, it's something that you get involved in, of um, embracing your subjective experience with the particularly distressing episode or situation that took place. And the and the concept is not to not to begrudgingly tolerate the negative experience, but instead to embrace them fully without defense. Okay? And you're probably thinking, what the hell? I don't want to do that. Well actually it's already happened. Yeah? The choice is that you can choose to suffer by holding on to the resentment and the pain, or You can relieve yourself of the suffering, of the anger, of the guilt, of the shame by embracing what's happened. So forgiveness and acceptance, it is not about you forgetting or condoning the wrongdoing. You are not saying, "Okay, everything is fine now. You know, (laughs) I'm I'm happy now. Let's just move on. I'm going to forget it. I'm going to. They did it because of this or giving some kind of mercy or trying to make the relationship go back to what it was. No, there's a shift, there's a change in the relationship. That's what's happened. Now, when you forgive, you can you can forgive totally on your own. The other person does not need to be involved in the forgiveness. No way do they need to be a part of you processing the acceptance and forgiveness of the situation. You know, and there's no way believing that the actions that they committed or that you committed were acceptable or justified. Yeah, this is a massive part of you realizing that you're only human. You're only human, only human. We make mistakes. So forgiveness, acceptance, self-acceptance. It's deciding to create an emotional change that happens within you. An acceptance of the negative emotions is a much more healthy, much more reliable route to you maintaining and regaining your peace of mind. Okay? 
Forgiveness, acceptance, it is not. Let's be clear on all the things that it isn't. Okay, we get into a state sometimes of thinking, no, that person doesn't deserve my forgiveness. You know, I, I don't, I, it, I mustn't forget it. I've got to hold on to it. Often when we try to forget something, we don't forget it. We push it down and it goes somewhere else or we pretend that we've forgotten it. So it's not about forgetting the injustice and it's not, not about making an excuse for the behaviour. It's not about saying, yes, I'm going to grant you some mercy. You know, I'm going to give you a pardon. And it's not just about letting it go. It's not just about letting it go. And it's not about letting it go and actually really wishing that the person is punished secretly or holding some buried resentment or being okay with it. It's not about it's not about being okay with it. And it is not about making excuses. And it's not about repairing or returning to an old relationship. It is not about those things. Alright? So I just reiterate, you're not condoning, you're not giving mercy, you're not letting go and pretending to push it down and resent holding resentment and wishing that they're punished you're not just going to be okay with it you're not making any excuses that is not what it is that's what it that's what it isn't <laughs> it's really bad english what forgiveness isn't what is it okay i'm going to tell you what forgiveness and acceptance actually is you are deciding within yourself to overcome the pain and the hurt of the deed that you felt that was bestowed unto you by someone else or by a few other people. You have a choice that you're making. That's number one. You are going to, when you are accepting and forgiveness, let go. You're choosing to. You choose as a conscious decision to let go of the anger and the resentment, the pain, the hurt, the shame, the guilt, any of these emotions which are linked and directly associated with what happened. Even if they are absolutely reasonable feelings, all right? I add that with my slightly loud voice. And you're choosing to treat yourself with compassion. Ah, big word here. You know, you're choosing to be, to treat yourself compassionately with love and kindness. And accepting and recognising that you are only human. And so is the other person. And mistakes can be and will be made because of this. And you're choosing to accept and embrace the emotions and the thoughts and all the other internal thoughts and feelings and experiences without trying to change them. Okay? So you're really accepting something here. You're saying to yourself, I'm going to accept this now. Instead of pushing it down and pretending it didn't, didn't happen, you're, you're choosing to create a different way forward. All right? It's a really fantastic, um, I can't say the words, the homopopopo prayer. <laughs> I said that completely wrong. I think it's a, it's a Hawaiian prayer. And um, there's a Maya app that I use. It's brilliant if you if you have i think i think it's only available on iphone at the moment but it's called maya app m-e-y-a app and they have some really good meditations it's dance and trance music meditations and guidance um, mindfulness and hypnosis and they've got a um, forgiveness um mindfulness um 
experience on there. And I'd say to you, definitely go and get that app and download it and listen to The Forgiveness. It will give you such an insightful, warming, friendly way of being able to deal with this. Yeah. So when you are choosing to forgive, it's really important that you understand that the choice is yours. You have the choice to keep the anger. You have the choice to keep the pain and the hurt within you by harboring thoughts, by causing yourself the pain, by um, recounting. And often when we've been hurt by someone, we don't actually recount the event. We relive the event. We relive it. We rehearse it. And our cognitive rehearsal becomes very much um, rigid, demanding and um, all too consuming. And if you ever met somebody that is really angry with another person, you can see their pain and their behaviour becomes altered and they can sometimes behave in a way which doesn't really help their cause. And they may be very just in how they feel, but how it's manifesting itself through their body and through their emotions, you know, emotions are the body in motion. This is what puts them in a really tricky place. So anger can come out, passive aggressive behaviour, spitefulness, um shame when we feel shame we don't like to we don't like to let anybody else know that we feel shame and often we're angry about the shame that we feel and if we've got harboring anger and all sorts we can bury our shame and feel so ashamed that our anger gets on top of that shame because we don't like the fact that we feel shame yeah we can come become really passive aggressive to those who have hurt us And if you've listened to my podcast on passive aggression, you know that it's all about not saying how you feel. So when you harbour negative thoughts about a situation or a person, the person you are hurting is you. All right. So by embarking on forgiveness, you're making a conscious, a conscious choice. To relieve your suffering. Okay, and that's having the motivation to do it. That's the part of the compassion that I will be exploring when I talk more about forgiveness and acceptance. So this is the big part of when you start to forgive. And this is what a lot of the people I listened to and I watched missed out. They would say things like, you've got to choose to let it go. You've got to let it go and you've got to move on and you've got to just let it go and say goodbye to those feelings. It's not that simple. <laughs> you know, it's not like you just got it in your hands and you let go. This is an emotion that is stuck in your body. How do you just let that go? I'd be so frustrated when people would say to me, let it go. You know, start singing Frozen, let it go, let it go. I won't sing. But it's not that simple, is it? And those of you who recognise and understand the deep-rooted emotional pain that you may be harbouring about a situation or a person, you'll know that it is not that simple. Letting it go is not is not is not easily understandable either. And a lot of people are given this information, given this support, with no understanding as to really what they're really saying. And that can put a person in a real bind. And this is when we get into things like toxic positivity. Just be positive. You know, it will be all right. It'll be all right. It'll be all right. Keep moving. Just move on. Just move on. Let go. Let go. Let go. Mm, You're just giving that person more reason to hold on to pain because now they don't feel understood. 
Because <laughs> when, when you're told that, just to let it go, you don't feel understood. When somebody's angry and they've got all this venom inside them and all this pain and all this, this self-destructing stuff that gets stuck in their bodies. And I'm a CBT therapist. It, it's all about science. But I too do believe that we um, can contribute to our physical experience by the emotions we harbour within ourselves. And because we are harbouring these emotions, it comes out in our eating, in our drinking, in our skin, in our illness, you know. And no, I'm not a scientist to say that that is what exactly happens. But that is something that I do believe, you know, external to my scientific practice of CBT. You know, we do hold on to this stuff. And people have had pain, un unexplainable pain, and it was based on anxiety or anger. So that has also been explored, you know. So, so let's look at what what's happening and how you do it all right so acceptance and forgiveness what you do is you're acknowledging the reality now this is crucial because if you don't acknowledge the reality you become stuck in the rehearsal of the pain and your cognitive rehearsal gets you into your own funk if you've ever seen somebody who's caught up or, you know, get them work colleagues that are disgruntled, you know, I've had work colleagues and I can see where they were super angry about something with, with, within the workplace and they have a really bad way of expressing how they feel. So they become stuck and they make their behavior becomes aggressive and um, you don't, it, it becomes volatile and kind of violent and passive aggression is, is violence. It really is violence. It's violent to everyone. Aggression is violent to everyone. But passive aggression is, oh, my God, it's just so, it's so unproductive and causes so much strain. So by accepting, you know, you're, you're choosing to acknowledge reality. So by acknowledging what had happened, okay, acknowledging it, this happened, not with the cognitive rehearsal of rep repetition and, and detailing it to everybody and anybody who will listen. You are acknowledging what happened, okay? That's what had happened. That is the past. And then you acknowledge what is currently happening now as a result of what happened in the past, as a result of the anger and the hurt and the pain and the shame and the guilt, the unfairness and all of that, what is happening right now? That's really important because then you've got to take responsibility of what's going on. What are you, what are you doing right now? You know, what, what is happening for you right now? You've got to really recognise that. This is a big one here. Nobody is responsible for how you feel. I know that's like, how can you say that when bad people do bad things and they're the cause? Yes, they are. Pain is inevitable. Suffering is optional. Yeah. Pain, when the pain happens, it happens and it goes. The suffering is a continuation of the pain by the harboring of all the emotions and the thoughts and the cognitive rehearsals and the behaviours that you bestow to yourself. So by acknowledging reality, seeing what is real, what is in front of you right now, because fighting it, fighting reality only creates more suffering. So by being determined to say, no, no, I'm not going to, no, no, that is not happening. Or 
be so caught up in the frustration of the other person and wanting to change the other person, wanting the other person to pay or feeling so so hard done by that everybody has got to hear it and the pain, you've got to feel it as well. You're giving it to everybody else now. You're making your pain their pain, you know. You're fighting the reality. And then what you do, this is a big thing, you're you're choosing to channel your your energy and your focus into moving on yeah that's a choice you're making for your own emotional well-being when you when you get through these stages you are practicing you're creating a practice of mindfulness being aware of what you feel and compassion a motivation to relieve your own pain and be compassionate towards yourself because you know that relieving your pain is compassionate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. When you choose to remove your pain, you're, you're being loving to yourself. And this will lead you to problem solving. Honestly, it really will. You'll be able to problem solve and things will make sense. It's important for you to realise and understand and recognise that fighting reality will only intensify your emotional reaction. Okay, that is what it will do. You fight what is real. What you resist persists. If you resist it, it persists and you're the one who feels all the pain. You you meet them angry people and they're always angry and the anger is just persistent. Guess why? Because... What you resist, they're resisting. They're resisting the change. They're resisting the change in their relationship. They're resisting. They are resisting. So pain. Pain is inevitable. Suffering is optional. I've given the analogy before. I don't know if I did it in a podcast. You know, I'm sure I have. But pain is inevitable. You know, I, I the corner of my bed, the wooden leg that I buck my toe on. I've got two options. I can squeeze my feet and hold on for dear life that the pain doesn't hit in and doesn't kick in and hurt me. The pain is inevitable. You know, the the time I'm spending squeezing my body and squeezing the toe and pretending that the pain is not going to happen, I'm prolonging my suffering because guess what? I'm going to have to release it one way or another so I can walk. And when it comes, you know, when you do that, and when you hit yourself, you hurt yourself, and you go, ooh, you hold on to it, you go, you hold on to it. By the the time you have to, like, just come down, come back down to earth, you're going to be, you're going to release yourself from the pain. This is the thing, isn't it? You You have to release yourself from the pain. You have to take it in in order for it to go out. But it, but it hurts so much more. It, it, the pain is worse when you hold on to not wanting to feel it. However, you allow the pain because it is inevitable and it passes through you. It goes. It really, really does. It really, really does go. When we struggle with the decision to forgive and accept and forgive ourselves and self-accept, we are struggling because we know that what that person did or what we did, you know, was wrong. Or we deem it as unforgivable. It was unforgivable. It was terrible. What they did was terrible. It was, was 
disgusting. It was disgraceful. It was outrageous. It was bad. And sometimes we can believe that, you know, that person doesn't have a right to be forgiven. They don't have a right to kindness. Or we deem ourselves as not having the right to have kindness done to us because of what we've done. That is when we get stuck. We start creating rules and ordering things in a way which doesn't help us at all. By choosing to forgive and accept, we are choosing to let go of all of that pain and all of that suffering, all that shame, all that stuff all stuck inside that you've got used to holding on to because you get used to it because it becomes a practice. You practice not forgiving, you know, it's a daily practice. This is why self-acceptance, acceptance, forgiveness is a practice. You don't just do it once, you know, you can't just go through okay, I'm going to forgive. Okay, there you go, it's over. It is a practice. It's a, it, it is a daily practice, actually. It's a daily practice of compassion. Compassion isn't something you stop. You, you have to continue. You have to continue your own compassion. And forgiveness is a compassionate act, inwardly and outwardly, because it helps you to heal. And what you want to do is create a pathway to your own healing. John Kabat-Zinn, I probably said his name wrong. He's got a great quote from his book. Come into our senses, healing ourselves and the world through mindfulness. Yeah, this is a pretty good book, actually. And I'm going to read a quote from him. And what he says makes so much sense. Acceptance doesn't, by any stretch of the imagination, mean passive resignation nation. Quite the opposite. It takes a huge amount of fortitude and motivation to accept what is, especially when we don't like it, and then work wisely and effectively as best as you possibly can with the circumstances you find yourself in and with the resources at your disposal, both inner and outer, to mitigate, heal, redirect and change what can be changed. Because hmm, that's what can be changed. You can't change what happened. You really, really can't. So what you're doing is you're creating a way forward. You know, you're intending something different for yourself, something healing. Because when you try to make your world or the situation be something that it is not, you know, when you try that, you are causing yourself pain. And by accepting and forgiving, you are choosing to relieve yourself of the ruminating thoughts about what you think should have been. It should have been like this. They should have done that. This should have happened. They should have. They mustn't. This shouldn't. I shouldn't have. I mustn't have. And that's how you can change what can be changed. Because otherwise, 
You're trying to change something that cannot be changed. It's a compassionate approach inwardly and outwardly. Forgiveness is compassion and it's being mindful of how you feel. Mindful in the moment of now because mindfulness is about being present. When you're holding on to past experiences, you're living in the past. And when you live in the past, you were choosing not to live now. When you're choosing not to live now, you can't make any changes now. You can't do anything in the now because everything you do in the now is based on then. And then has passed. By making that conscious effort to forgive, you recognise how powerful you actually are and how creative you can be with your world that you live in. When I see videos on forgiveness and they say, just let it go, I know that whoever is going through pain and is having a difficult time at that moment is struggling with that concept of just letting it go. There's a great deal of compassion involved and mindfulness and having a direction. You're creating a solution, a solution moving forward. CBT is a solution-focused practice of creating new thoughts, new ideas, new behaviours and resetting your emotions your way that effectively suits your life the best way for you. So that is what forgiveness is and what it isn't. I'm actually going to do a podcast on the process of how you forgive, which actually is a session in itself. So I'm going to give that away for free. All right. And that's going to be coming real soon. I won't do it in this one because it will be just way too long. Right now, I'm going to go and be compassionate to myself because I have an ear infection. It's an occupational hazard being a psychotherapist. And I'm going to relieve my suffering. I've got a prescription waiting for me at the chemist. I'm going to compassionately relieve my pain and be mindful in the moment. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. My name is Desiree Shaw. I'm a psychotherapist and I vlog and I podcast. I'm on a mission to make therapy accessible and change the world one thought at a time. I practice at the Priory and privately. And if you want to contact me, you can go via my website. You can just put my name in and you'll find me at the Priory or you'll find me on my website. You'll find me on social media. I'm always talking about mental health. I'm always talking about ways to improve your mental health. I'm very passionate about it. Thank you so much for listening. Bye for now. Who is Desiree Shaw? A qualified, registered practicing psychotherapist with over a decade of expertise as a psychotherapist, counselor, and CBT therapist. An expert in men's mental health and relationships on a mission to make therapy accessible and change the world one thought at a time. This is the Desiree Shaw Podcast.